can't open mine. Okay. Nice. Hello. Hey. I say hello exactly the same way every time we start an episode. And that's fine. I feel like when I think about having to say something, it comes out wrong. That's why when I try to say my name when I'm, like, ordering food, it doesn't sound right to me. So sometimes I have an alias. Oh, like, you I'll think say about Zoe. it too much? Yeah, because I'm trying too hard. And then it sounds really weird. And I also I... have a problem pronouncing L's. How did... Why? What happens? <laughs> it's like... Especially if I drink a lot. I don't know. They just... He <laughs> just bit you. Ew. He does that to my watch. Watch this. Oh my god. Pun. And then he really... I didn't think he was going to do it, you know, like stage fright, but he was like, give me that. No, he'll chew on anything. Don't stop, you bite stop, that cord. Stop. Hey. Hey, I need that. He's a troublemaker. He loves to chew... And I have my no. phone charger at night. I will not label no. your cat. Sometimes Thank he you. makes bad decisions. Future educator. Like we all do. You almost slipped up there, Miss. I Hawkins. was going to say, I really feel like when we were talking about like education-related stuff last episode, we were passionate, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, the issue with education from from my book <laughs> that I've noticed, ladies and gentlemen, is that a lot of times people go into it as a last resort. They think it's easy. Think it's, yeah, like the easy way out. Because a lot of colleges do make it easy. I mean, the work isn't hard. The schoolwork. But once you're actually in the field, let me tell you, it's hard. It is. It's one of the hardest jobs. It is challenging. I mean, imagine even, having... Even when you have what you consider to be, like, a really great class that gets together well, yeah. there were still days I came home, like, upset, like, crying because yeah. of something that happened. And it wasn't, like, even, like, a really terrible thing. It was just so much... Teaching is an emotional strain. It is. Like, it might be a student. Or it's the way that you handled a situation, and on your drive home, you just can't stop thinking about it. And oh, you're yeah. like, I'm going to have to fix that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, by the way, drink. this episode is sponsored by White Claw. Just I kidding. Wish. But if you want to sponsor us... Do you get in trouble us, for saying that stuff if it's not true? I don't know. I We're think only kidding, if you though. pretend that it's true, though. Like, you obviously... I was just always wondering that. Because I always see it in videos and like, this is sponsored by... And they're like, just kidding. Please sponsor us. Yeah. White Claw, if you wanted to sponsor us, we wouldn't be against it. Yeah, but we'd have to think about it. I mean, I don't <laughs> like you a lot of times. But lately I've been on I'm the up track. That. I've been... And I don't mean that personally. I just don't like your drink. It's, I think it's the bubbliness that bothers you the most. Yeah. Because I've noticed bitterness is accentuated by carbonation. Okay. That sounded really deep. It did sound really deep. (laughs) That, I think that's the reason, because like, do you like LaCroix? No. Exactly. But I like Topo Chico. But maybe because it's not flavored. Right. It's, it's like you're not disappointed because you weren't expecting it. Yeah, LaCroix and I like... can be so disappointing when you don't <gasps> understand that LaCroix doesn't taste that much like what it's supposed to taste like. Not that yeah. it's bad, but like it's it's an essence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. I love Sprite. Sprite is good when you want Sprite. No. That's what No. I... Okay. Hope, look into my eyes. <laughs> Sprite is always good even if you don't want it and someone's like have a sip of my sprite and you're like okay it's so good it hits every time sometimes it's too sweet no yes no yes maybe like vanilla sprite 
What do you do? But me and Hope, we do agree on one thing, and, and that is that... sounds wrong. Yeah, but we agree that Dr. Pepper is the superior soda. Yeah, maybe it's because we've lived in Texas for so long. Is that a Texas thing? I believe Dr. Pepper is a big Texas thing. Not that it's obviously only in Texas, but I wow. think Dr. Pepper is a big Texas thing. I, it's not, like, sometimes I have Coke and I'm like, ugh. I do like Coke out of a glass bottle, which is completely placebo, but yeah, I enjoy it more. Yeah, I I feel like anything out of like a glass bottle is just good. Topo Chico, maybe if Lacroix put it in a glass I'm bottle, sure I might. I've never had Topo Chico. I have like forty of them in the pantry if you want. I love those bottles. Oh yeah, we're keeping them. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Plants. Plants. Yes, let's do a plant check in. If y'all ever have any glass bottles, you should keep them. First of all, either recycle them. Yeah. Or keep them if you are into gardening because they're really good for propagating. Yeah. And Hope has started this glass bottle fiasco in our apartment, and I'm on board, and it's... And over the course of, I mean, not even the whole year that we've lived here, probably the last six months, we have just gone plant crazy. I mean... You guys. There, I think we have 30 plants now. Um, in my own bedroom right now that we're in, I technically have five plants. No, yeah. six. And me. I'm a fern. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that's only in my bedroom. That's not even in the apartment. And y'all don't and understand that's not how small our rooms are here. Very small. If and I now have a plant in my room. Yeah. Yes, you Hope do. Got me a plant for my bidet. It's. It reminds me of you. It looks just like you. Is it because it's so white? It's not even white. It has. I Theo, noticed, stop. I noticed your freckles today. Thank you. I, I think it's just them. appealing sunburn. But oh, uh, it looks like freckles. Thank you. I really. If you have freckles, I admire you. I love freckles. They're adorable. And I have right now, I got pretty sunburned over the weekend. And um, it turned into tan. Did you wear sunscreen? Yeah, not really that much on my face, which I should have. I feel like no one really ever reapplies unless they get burnt really bad. He loves my closet. I kid you not, every now and then he'll come out of there at like 1 in the morning. I'm like, what the heck is that? And it like... Oh, it's just We're talking cat. about my cat. So my cat's Theo. If in case anyone's wondering, it's Theodore Maxo Zyler. Yes, named after Maxo Cream. You say I don't have a middle name. Not for my cat. Theodore Roosevelt because I don't really care. I don't know where Theodore came from. All you Theodore Roosevelt lovers. Wasn't cl- Teddy Roosevelt? Away. Was he like a a pretty decent person? I compared I, to LBJ. I refuse to decide whether or not a president that I was not alive for was a fully good person or not because I don't think I can. There were some that were definitely bad. But like I don't know. That's that's a that was a long conversation and I think I think we're gonna skip over it. Wow, what is happening? We're on our third white claw each. Well hey so. you don't have to tell people that. Well, did Here's I say three? Thing. I meant zero. I truly believe if you met me in person, you would never believe that I well, here's not my only problem. have a podcast, let but me, I talk on mm, it. Let me stop you right there. Oh, okay. Here's the issue with that. Hope does not exist, so you will never be able to meet her in person. <laughs> See what I mean? This whole time, she's been a figment of my imagination and yours. And that's where we stop tonight. Thank you all for listening to my podcast, Uncommon Thought. <laughs> Uncommon. Just one. Just one. Singular. 
Oh, man. If hope didn't exist, I don't know what I would be doing right now. If I didn't exist, I don't know what I would be doing right now. Uh, nothing, <laughs> I guess, because I don't exist. floating around, a little air particle. Anyways, plant check-in. Real oh, yeah. quick. Um, Dude, our balcony is it's, incredible. It's getting lit out there. It's I, on a fritz in a good way. I had a pair of shelves that I had no idea what to do with. They're really cute. And she painted them herself, and I didn't even know. I thought they were store bought. Yeah, they're a, like a duck blue, duck egg duck. blue. That's what, what my mom called it. What? How kind, do you describe that? It's like a darker version of Tiffany blue. Would you agree? Yeah. 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 I like that. So we put those out on our balcony so that they like overhang the balcony, which is nice because that's the only part that gets direct sunlight. Yeah. So I think we're going to probably put some cacti on. If you... Yes. Listeners, if you have suggestions for plants that, like, direct sunlight for at least four hours, hit us up. Because we don't... We're, I'm, I personally am nervous of putting a plant out there and it just shriveling because it's too much sun for it. Mm-hmm. So I think cacti, for the most part, are fine with that. Oh, yeah. So... I'm telling you. I put my one cactus out there. I will but. go propagate one from my mom's house, mommy and dad. And I will plant it because, so my aunt, I've been on this, this mission lately, mm-hmm. trying to decide if I want to pronounce it aunt or aunt. I think it's just a white person that to say aunt. I just say whatever. But it's not spelled A-N-T. And when I was little, I thought it was because everyone threw me off by saying aunt. Oh, I never thought that. So my aunt slash aunt, she gave my mom all the, these cacti to plant mm-hmm. around the house because they live out where it's really hot. And they don't get that much rainwater. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're thriving right now in their garden. And I really want to go propagate them. And just one and put it in a little potter. Yeah. But I don't think it would fit because they're pretty big. I was say they're probably big, huh? Yeah, but I could just put it out on the front. I know the nursery we go to has little cactuses, oh, cacti. So my, and also like Lowe's and stuff, they're pretty cheap there. And if mm-hmm. you can get them at like the right time. Yeah. I'm just thinking, what do we do in the winter? <laughs> I know. All the plants we keep outside are probably our gonna... two weeks of cold weather. Yeah, our one day where it goes below seventy. <laughs> um, but yeah, plants are doing good. I did have one. I lost a succulent this last week. It rotted mm-hmm. over the course of two days. I went outside to check on it, and it had mold on the top of it, which is I was just like, oh. Which one was it? Because I can't remember what. I other had two were in a there. moonstone. What does that look like? They're like really chubby little oh they're called leaves i don't know what they're called it's a it's a it's a pop it's a copular that's not what that means it's a popular um succulent like it's one of the big ones that like a lot of people get it has a very mild purple hue anyways it molded it was a little heartbreaking but also when i got it at the nursery it was already kind of not great looking i thought i could bring it back I couldn't. What? All I can see is his nose. <laughs> and then the one next to it also died, but it didn't appear to rot. I just don't think it was doing that well in the soil it was in. But there was also a cactus in there, and that cactus is absolutely thriving. And it's so, got a little sprout thing on top of it. It does? Right? It doesn't have, like, the yellow flower? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or is that, like, another cactus? I have no idea. Because we get those, too. A lot about my parents cacti. get those. Because, like, so they live out in the hill country, and there's, like, a lot of cacti. I want to say cactus so bad, mm-hmm. but I'm trying. I'm trying to be correct. Okay, 
and they we're, have all those, we're tired like, of the corrections <laughs> no we're not no we appreciate it's them. funny we, it's also nice we, are, we like them to learn something from the podcast like we mm-hmm. also learn from it which is really interesting for us like we get to learn about what we were wrong about i always thought i would never learn anything else i thought i reached my ceiling Lindsay's an absolute genius it's true her iq is four thousand. so so if you if you need anybody her entire <laughs> body is her brain we need anyone for what if you need any bloody, any bloody, what am I saying? We, okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Can you guys hear my windbreakers? Hold on. <laughs> that is the sound of beauty. I'm creating electricity. She powers our, our apartment is one square foot. She powers the entire thing. I have to rub my legs together all day. Talk about chafe. Talk about chafe. Okay, let's talk about it. Thigh you know what? sucks. I actually can't run in shorts because my thighs chafe. Neither can I. I and just don't wear shorts. My thighs will scab. Oh, well, yeah. I get, like, a weird rash because okay. it, like, hurts. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Not, that's normal if your thighs chafe. Okay. Well, that's good. I just didn't ever really ever ask anyone before. Yeah. But, so I usually wear leggings, and a mm-hmm. lot of my leggings are really, like, restricting. Yeah. And I like to say that's the reason why I can't run that long, but I think we all know the truth. You don't like running? I just suck at running. Yeah. Also, I like I can't breathe. I have my inhaler and I take two pumps before I run. I know. I get nervous. People are gonna stare at me and be like, "Do we need to help her? Is yeah, like, she gonna be should okay?" Should be running. Yes, I should. I want to start running. We need to start running together. Come with me. I usually go around eight, eight fifteen because the sun starts to set. Mm-hmm. People don't really see you that well. That's why I like to go at night. Nice. Because I cooler. get really red when I run. I do too. Shout out to all my other white folks out there, all my other crackers who get really red when they run. I get really red. Like really red? Oh, like really? Like people notice it. They're like, "Why is your face?" And so they red? look, and it's like we've never seen somebody work out before. So people just don't get red. I know it's not fair. Take it as a badge of honor. You're showing off that you worked Mm-mm. out. You can't do Yeah, that. I did work out today. My face is red. What do you my mean? face. My face. That's my texting coming out. My face is red. What do you my want to say about it? So, a what few. What are we talking about? Well, there's a few months ago, Hope and I decided that Australians are British cowboys. Say, I don't know where this is You remember going. that? Yes. Because we were like, well, they're just British people with like a Texan accent. Mm-hmm. They're like cowboys. Here's the thing. They're British cowboys. I shared this revelation with Harvey and he was like yeah and I was like oh so this is just common knowledge no one is talks it? about huh is it I don't know because is really he a good is. is he a good reference for this mm. he's not Australian I don't, I don't know. know I don't know his lineage <laughs> I don't know his family tree I think he's mostly Irish why should that be completely wrong <laughs> I know nothing like about Cuban. him I don't even know if his real name's Harvey. Harvey it has Cuban eyebrows. Darvey. He has what? Cuban eyebrows. Are Cuban eyebrows just like thick eyebrows? Yeah. Oh. He has very thick eyebrows. Yeah. They're, they take up 40% of his face. He's actually cousin it. No, but that's who you're describing <laughs> my, right now. <laughs> my boyfriend's just my cat's hairball on my bed. <laughs> it's okay. Oftentimes, Hope refers to me as Weird Al when I try to do a middle part. Is it not funny? I'll stop if it hurts your feelings. You think that hurts my feelings? No, I don't. I live for it. Okay, I was going to say, I feel like you think it's funny. Because it is funny. It is. Because here's the thing. 99.9% of people look bad with the center part. Whoa, whoa. There's a lot of people who look good with it, okay? Disagree. 
It's one of those things where it's like, I can't stop staring at it, though. Like, maybe you don't look bad, but, like, anytime someone has a middle part, it's kind of all I can see when I look at their face. Are you saying that... Are you disrespecting Jesus right now? Because I'm pretty sure he has a middle part. (laughs) I'm trying to think of other men. trendsetter. What other men have middle parts? Jared Leto? Is that how you say his name? I feel like he's had a middle part. I don't know. They always reference him in shows. Like, you're the Jared Leto of this... This he's city. like forty five. Who is Jared? You know what fr- was he's crazy? You know what's crazy? Last night, I was looking up. Um, I was God. What's night. his name? What's his name? Mm. I'm not gonna yell into he's the mic. He's a designer. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to yell into the mic. He's a designer, Rick. Rick, Rick Astley. <laughs> what? Rick Astley. No. Do you not know who that is? No. Okay. But, okay, I wanted to tell you, I was watching Office Bloopers, and I saw Angela's joke. The one where she's like, I used to get a runner's high, so now I lived. Because when I listened to that podcast, I was like, wow, that really missed. That was not funny. Well, I didn't, because it's a blooper, so I'd never seen it before. And I I only knew about it because Angela talked about it in the podcast, about that, like, cut scene. Shoutouts to Office Ladies. Lindsay and I are listening to them. Love them. Oh, his name is Rick Owens. He's a designer. I don't know who that is. He's... He's old. Okay. Okay, but, like, he's kind of hot. But I saw a picture... Can I see? So I follow Grailed. No, he's not. He... I feel like he I'm used sorry. to be hot in his day. No, let's, he's not. Let's look up... Okay, but look at his shoes. <laughs> he's got those high heels on that don't have the heels. I don't like this. <laughs> Hope doesn't like high fashion. That's not true. Maybe. I don't Rick, know. Let's see Rick Owens when he was young. But his wife... No knock on age differences in relationships, but, dude, she's 76 and he's 58. And she, I think that both oh, of them have sorry, never... that's not what I thought you were going to say. No, I think both of them have never used skin cream in their life. They Shout- have the worst Kudos. skin I've ever seen. Kudos. I... Hmm, I don't know what I was going to say. But let's see what he looks like young. He's just like a fashion designer. I don't know. But he's who I thought of with long hair. Oh, no, he's Does it ever scary. make you kind of sad, though, when... You see an old person, like, specifically celebrities, because you can just look up pictures of them when they're young, and you're like, they were so attractive when they're young, and now they look old and not good. I have always wondered, like, when Harvey and I get really old, am I going to look at him and still see him the same way? Does that make sense? I don't see what you're talking about at all. I'm talking about, look how scary they look together. Oh, yes. Okay. They just look like they're doing a weird Halloween costume, but that's just, like, their everyday. Mm-hmm. That's really mean. Wait, but did you hear my question? Mm-mm. When, like, when you're really old with your partner. Like, like, when we're both really old or when there's an age difference? When you're both really old. Do okay. you see them the same way you did when you are 20, like, attractiveness-wise? Like, because clearly they look different. Not, you know? Okay. It's just weird. Here's what I think. Because, like, my grandma, how she looks now versus when she was 30, like, there's a significant difference because she's just gotten older, which isn't a bad thing. But yeah, like, well, you're fighting against gravity your whole life. Your skin's gonna <laughs> I've just drag. always wondered, like, when I'm 80 and Harvey's 80, like, is he going to look like Harvey now? Clearly not, but, like, it's, sometimes it's amazing the, like, difference there is. But I, I think... You will oh. still find them attractive. The same level of attractiveness. Well, yeah. And I think that comes from love. When you really love someone and you get to spend more and more time with them, you love them harder. Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I. So we have a to-do list of what we specifically want to talk about. We've done nothing. We have not talked about We've done plants. We've done plants. Is plants on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Third from the bottom. <laughs> Clearly, I... 
cannot tell. Okay. Oh, Pippa's going to say hi. Pippa's my cat. And she I love her. is spicy. She's so cute. She's a big girl. I need to make a sticker. That's her. Pippa. Speaking of, we have decided to start some merch oh, yeah. for the podcast. I have been really getting into like graphic design. I don't know. She's really Sorry, good at excuse it. Excuse me. I got my dad's oh my parkour. <laughs> Theo swiped out here. My whole life flashed before my eyes. She doesn't even know who it was. Anyways, yeah. I got my dad's old iPad. I got an old version of Procreate. Whoa. Shout out to Cody, my friend, for helping me get an old version of Procreate. Yes, I did pay She's for it. She's talking about making babies. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really I So I paid him on Venmo for the app so that he could buy it. Long story. And I thought it was the funniest thing. So my memo or whatever it was on Venmo was like, LOL, Procreate. Because I was like, it looks like I'm paying for him. Venmo. Not going to finish that sentence. So weird that it's like Anyways, public. we're currently on Redbubble. So if you want to get merch, it sounds really weird advertising this. But if you want to get merch for the podcast or just check out some nifty designs. Look, um, look here's how I see it. One day. How do you see it? <laughs> Everyone close your eyes. Okay. Hope close your eyes. And they already are. And I knew, I know you knew they were already closed. You just opened them again. Close them. I needed to see how you reacted to okay, them. Okay, okay. One day, Hope and I are going to make it. We've talked about it. We're manifesting hey, it. Hey, your eyes are open. <laughs> so are yours. Hey, no hey, questions. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Eyes up here. No. Up here. No. My head. No. I'm trying. (laughs) One day. One day. We are going going to make it. it. I feel it in my heart. Listen here. Here's the deal. You can look back on this moment and think about how you could have had the OG merch. Oh, You could have been a supporter from the beginning. I know everyone likes to say... I liked Tim and Paula before they were cool. I liked blah, blah, blah when they had four subscribers. Yeah, that could be you be right that. now. Be that right now. We have 15 be subscribers that on Podbean. Be that annoying person. I don't know if we have followers on Spotify. I don't know how to look at that. I think I follow us on Spotify. Clearly learning. I think I do too. But like, well, first of all, we just want to thank anyone who listens no, ever. No, for real. We really means, appreciate it. We have some super loyal followers. You yes, know who you are. And we you do. really appreciate you. It means so, like... We talk about you all the time and how thankful we are that, like, you're supporting us. We're kind of shocked. I mean, you're yes. helping us believe in ourselves a lot. Yeah, because I, I mean, I really enjoy this. I think, I think, hey, I'm going to toot my own horn and Lindsay's horn for her. Don't I think Lindsay and I have something really, really special. If everyone could. <laughs> oh, you can open your eyes. My knee. You can open your <laughs> eyes now, everybody. I just think we have something that's really special and really funny and. It feels like such a blessing that we can share that with people. And so if people are willing to listen and enjoy mm-hmm. it, that's amazing. Yeah. But I really think we're going to go somewhere with this. I think this is just the start. I do too. We just have a really weird sense of humor that we share. Mm-hmm. And very weird. You might have seen that a little bit in our skit we did last episode of like, what is this? Yeah. And we've always dreamed of writing a TV show like, mm-hmm. um, Portlandia, or... I guess kind of like SNL. Like, yeah, just weird like, skits, Yeah, you know? And so, that's kind of where that came from last week. We didn't really get a chance to address it or anything, but 
Um, I guess, like, every so often we might throw in a little skit mm-hmm. that we wrote or... Something creative. Mm-hmm. Something beyond just us sitting here talking about a topic. Yeah. Um, just to kind of, one, to share it with you guys because we find it to be really funny and mm-hmm. really fun to do. But, two, we also kind of want to exercise our creative muscle. And exactly. if this really, you know, goes somewhere one day, we'd like to be prepared to do more than mm-hmm. the podcast. Oh, um, speaking of creativity and, you know, sharing stuff, uh, my friend Dom, his band Ugly Side Up. Oh, yeah. They have what was it? Can you say it again? Ugly Side Up is Side their up. name. And they started in Austin, and they're now in L.A. Hey! And I've seen them perform live a couple times, and they're awesome and super talented. And their latest single they just released is called Walking Again, and I highly recommend you go look it up. Is it on Spotify? I listen to them on Spotify. I'm pretty sure that they're on everything. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, I've shared. And uh, their... thank you, Dom, for sending me a farewell to arms. I am working on it. <laughs> hey, Dom used to be an English major, so eh, ooh, he graduated think, with that. So I think I would trust him. Really liked being an English major, but yeah, thank you. I always appreciate a new book. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely feel like I will read every book I received at some point in my life, mm-hmm. and I'd like to make that a goal. <laughs> we love books here. But books yeah, awesome. We're big about supporting other people. If you yes. are. A avid listener and you want us to talk about something you do like i really feel like we'd be very happy to do that because we're clearly very small right now and we're trying to do something too so yeah you gotta help everyone come up which speaking of let me go back a few minutes we're on red bubble oh sorry um <laughs> you can search uncommon thoughts podcast uh and that'll show up or you can also search our shop name, which right now is HC Hawkins seventy seven. That's just something I use a lot online for using names. Don't and it'll pull it up my from. shop. Um and you can get a bunch of different stuff. You can get stickers and t shirts. Is it a bunch of different stuff or a bunch of different things? What's the difference? Does it matter? Is there an know. issue with plurality? Lots of stuffs. Stuff is plural, right? I have yeah. no idea. Be like I have a house full of stuff. Alright. Cut that out. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. I don't even... Okay. None of that processed. Anyways, check us out on Redbubble. Or don't. You have no obligation to buy stuff. No, we're not We're but not trying to get people to spend money. If you money. want to, and this is something you want to do, by all means, um, beyond our podcast, I just want to get better at graphic design. So I'm going to keep uploading stuff that might not be related. So, But it's really exciting. Um, I'm big into artsy, artsy, fartsy stuff. She looks mm-hmm. so mad. They're staring. I wonder, what, like, do they communicate in they this way? They stare at each other all the- She looks like she wants to kill him. We're talking about our cats. Theo is in her closet, staring from under the curtain. And Pippa is under my nightstand, staring at Theo. And they're just having a good old classic western stare-off. That's what they're called. <laughs> yeah. Also, so- you should, um, plug in again Hope's Etsy shop. You should really check it out. Two-thirds cat. Thank you. She just... Uh, Thank you for plugging my She sold me shop. a plant hanger from yes, there. Yes. I make plant hangers. I, we do custom orders. Um, it's me and my sisters. That's why it's two-thirds cats. So... There's three of them. Yes. Two of them have cats. And one of them has a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you want... If you're looking for some cool custom stuff or you just... I know some people are just like avid Etsy shoppers, which is great. You know, support people yeah. who are individual artists trying to make their way. So... Yeah, you can check that out, too. Um, 
I really have to pee. Okay, we're back. <laughs> all is right with the world again. Yes. Um, Except all isn't right with the world again. Yeah. But it can be, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Just be careful. Just warning you, it's going to start getting deep soon. So do you want to start with your question? Or do you want me to read that email first? Can I do my question before I forget it? Yes. Okay. So I went to the grocery store earlier, and I had this thought as I was walking inside. And I was like, what is something that you you realized during quarantine that you can live without and that you cannot live without? Why did you think this was going to offend me? Oh, no. There's a different question I wanted to ask you that was funny. Oh. I'll ask you that one Should after. I answer this? Mm-hmm. Are you going to answer too? Yeah. Wait, something I realized I can live without and I can't? During quarantine. Like, say there's some restriction that's been placed on... Your county or whatever, yeah. and you can't do I it I realized I can live without coffee shops. <laughs> Whoa. God, that sounds so privileged. But, like, I enjoyed going to a coffee shop once a week to just, like, sit and do homework. Like, it was just nice to get out of the apartment or get off campus or whatever and just, like, do my work. Granted, to an extent, for a majority of this quarantine, I haven't had work to do any, like, work where I felt like I needed to be gone to do it. But, like, I really realized point. I don't need to go out as much as I thought I did. Which is a nice realization. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, wait, wait I, I realize I can live without that. I don't even know if I actually said that. Yeah, what I did. can't live without... Hmm. I realize I can't live without the people I love, but I already kind of knew that, but never had to face the reality of not seeing them as much as I want. But, like, not seeing my... Not seeing you for two months, right? We were oh, separated yeah. for, like, two months. It was yeah. really hard. I, I was forgot really about sad. that. Like, oh, we God. didn't... I I never laugh as much as I laugh with you. Because she's always laughing at me. God, she's so stupid. <laughs> but, like, I... Sometimes we laugh about things where I'm like, I don't even know why I'm laughing, but it's amazing. I've cried so many times laughing. Yeah, and, like, not seeing you for two months, I was like, I need Lindsay in my life. Like... Mm-hmm. And I was like, for laughing, but everything else too. I feel so much healthier now that I don't have hope in my life. (laughs) You're like, God, I never realized how toxic that friendship was. Gosh, I'm going to change the locks on the door. And with that too, like now being back in Austin, they know we live in Austin, right? I think so. If they didn't, they do now. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we've said it before. (laughs) If you see my Etsy, you know I live in Austin, so, because it's on there. And most of y'all know us. And you know yes. everything about us. I think 99% <laughs> of this fan base knows who we are and knew us before we started this. But anyways, um, not being able to see my family as much as I'd like to. Like, trying to be conscious of how many people there are together and, like, waiting a few weeks to make sure, like, nothing new has happened. Like, that has been really hard, too. Because I'm very family-oriented, just like my sim would be. <laughs> so, it's really Sims. hard. I think interactions with people are things I didn't realize I needed so much in my life because I've always considered myself to be like an introverted homebody and I didn't realize what? I'm just thinking about what all those facial expressions mean I think I know no. I think I do no. okay so I, di- I didn't realize how much I took for granted the small interactions that I really needed mm-hmm. so not having those is what really, I was like, whoa. Because, like, I don't need the big interactions. I don't need to, like, go to parties. That's never really been my thing. But oh, man. not being able to just see my family on the weekend 
that's what's been like eye-opening i'm not crying <laughs> she has invisible tears all right your turn Lindsay lou okay hopey i'm gonna sip on my white claw while i listen we're on number three right now um well let's see something that i can't live without strip clubs <laughs> You know, I didn't want to say it, but I knew that was going to be your answer. I just miss going. I don't know if you guys know this. Lindsay's an avid strip club goer. Um, That's not true. She currently supports five strippers' lifestyles. (laughs) They live with us. And I don't approve. You never asked me as the roommate to the leasee. (laughs) I knew you wouldn't approve. That's why I didn't ask. It's not that there's strippers. It's that we can't have five people here. Yeah, Our I don't apartment's believe like you. A hundred square feet. I don't believe you. I know it's because there's strippers. She hey. never approved. No, I would never be a stripper because I don't have the confidence. Not because I think it's wrong. Um. Okay. Okay. No, never been to a strip club. Although, oh, so Loki? you're just taking back everything you've said. Yes. I would 100% go to a female strip club. I would too. Oh, I would be like yes. I'm, Take I'm my just, money. I'm just curious. I just want to see. But like the ones that are like classy kind of, you know? I don't care. I just I just want to see. I've always, ever since I was a little kid and we would I'll drive past strip clubs, I was trying to peek and see if they'd open the door. For, for my bachelorette, we should go to one. Okay. And everyone be, will be uncomfortable We'll see Harvey's bachelor party there too. They'll be like, whoa, fancy meeting you here. I find the sexual side of bachelor and bachelorette parties to be weird. Like, okay. you're going to marry this person? No, like, I get that it's also just, like, fun. It's supposed to be blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like, when I went to that bachelorette weekend for my sister's wedding, like, yeah, like, well, really the only thing was we had lipsticks shaped like penises. Like, that was it. Nothing crazy. That's but it's just kind of weird to me. I don't like the idea of, like, this is my last chance of being single. It's like, no, you haven't been single since you started dating. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird to me, like, right before your wedding, like, what, you're going to get this crazy side out? Like, I don't understand. Well, I just think it's, like, fun. Like, I don't think bachelor gonna... and bachelorette parties are wrong. I think the sexual aspect of it is a little odd. I think it's just it's not intended to be like that of like this is my last chance i think it's more of a joke when people are like it's your last night i feel like some people believe that though well they're wrong for that i'll kill them (laughs) but that's an empty threat but i think it's just funny when you go to a strip club and it's like a bunch of girls and like they're at a male strip club and it's like oh and like they see the sash like you know right to be and they like just give them extra attention and stuff (laughs) It's just kind of funny. See, like, the thing is, I get that. Like, you're not going to go hook I've, up with a stripper. I find there is a more... I don't know if it's true or if it's just how we depict it in society, but when men go to a strip club, there's a more genuine sexual desire. Oh, yeah. And when women go, it's more like a fun, woo, we're crazy, It's, like, you know? funny. It's, like, look at them I don't know if that's there. true, you know well, what I mean? But I think I that's s- the way we see it. I definitely see that. Because girls don't go to male strip clubs and be like... I'm trying to get turned on, because if I see a man dancing around like a Speedo, I'm going to be like, what? Like, Is that because we find that to be feminine, though? I don't necessarily think so. I, I just, maybe that's me personally, and that's not a turn on for me, is like men dancing, or women dancing around in lingerie. It's not like... But I, I just wonder, why do we find female strippers to be like why is it super sexual and male strippers are like sexual but it's more like playful like and a joke. fun 
I don't know. I but, think that, that might be a demonizing of women. Well, I wonder if, what if a gay man goes to a male strip club? Does he find it as sexual as a straight male going to a female strip club would find it? I have no idea. <laughs> this either. is a weird, why? I mean, a good, but odd question. I didn't think we'd be talking about this I've today. I've never thought about it before. Cause, like, but it's a good question. Like, I don't think strip, club, strip clubs inherently are wrong. I do think beyond this the strippers there's a lot of messed up stuff that goes on that the strippers aren't really in control of which is really yeah. sad well you also have to understand that a lot of strippers a lot of girls don't dream of being a stripper but you make good money you make good money and good there's sometimes you get i mean maybe some girls do want to be strippers and that's fine and yeah. males if they want to be strippers that's fine more power to you mm-hmm. but you know just like with sex workers it you're making money and you're making a lot of money, and you might need to be making a lot of money to handle family or bills, or if you have addiction, like, those are, you're probably going to have a better chance of earning money through these things than working a job where it's like, you know, like a nine to five. It's just people fall into these points in life. I've learned about this a lot through my, the two crime podcast that I like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, a lot of times there were female sex workers who would be murdered, you know, mm-hmm. and the police department wouldn't take it seriously because they were like, oh, they, don't they chose this yeah. lifestyle. It's, you know, but like and it, these murderers want to clean up the streets. It stems from necessity. Yes. No one, it's not like, No one I becomes want... a sex worker because they're just like, this is, like, well, maybe some people do, but I think a majority of sex workers are either forced into it yeah. or it seems like the only option yeah let's still not forget that uh, sex trafficking is a huge problem oh yeah especially and it's not really talked about that much it's not and like we're like we kind of were raised outside of houston and it's huge in houston mm-hmm. and i never knew until the longest time i didn't know until i was like 18 and i was like oh my god like i used to volunteer in downtown houston by myself yeah I don't know why my parents weren't as concerned. Actually, I think they were. I was just stubborn. I was like, no, I'm going to do, do it. it. Anyways. Um, so, there's no knock on anyone who is a stripper or who wants to be. Because, I mean, I mean, a lot of work goes into, like, pole dancing. I mean, oh, it's a it hard a thing to out. do. I don't, I've never tried it. I actually want to take, like, a pole dancing class. It would it be fun, fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who work is work. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of people don't enjoy work. A lot of people don't enjoy their office jobs. Yeah. A lot of people might not enjoy their night jobs, whatever it is. But you need money to live. You, it's not fair. You're asked, you don't get to be asked if you want to come into this world and then you have to pay money to be alive. Mm-hmm. What is this? It's crazy. What is this? Just give me an island. I'll live off of it. Okay. But I, I anyway. would live on an island. No. What were you saying? I was going to say anyways. Anyway, Lindsay's about favorite the male phrase. versus female strip clubs and bachelorette parties. Yeah. I don't know. What do y'all think? But then there's that weird thing where, like, it's it appears to be inherently wrong when men, um, like, hit on women. Yeah, well, like, men hit on women. It's not always seen as wrong, but there's a very fine line between, like, that's, you're being too sexual and that's, like, offensive mm-hmm. and, like, you're be- like, you're, you're hit. There's nothing wrong with flirting with someone, obviously, but, like, it is a, it's hard to figure out where, like, it's okay and, like, you're kind of being too sexual and if the other yeah. person doesn't want it, you're infringing on that. Like, they're not desiring that. But then, like, when women do it, right? Like, when women over-sexualize, like, younger men, like, 
not trying to get weird, but like of age men, but younger, yeah. it seems like normal. When like, yeah, like a four year old woman's like, ooh, like he's super sexy, like a twenty year old guy who's like, yeah. I don't know, I guess sexy. But like if a if a fifty year old male were to say the same thing, I do feel like that's immediately seen as like disgusting. Yeah, which is really weird. I think that's just how it's been for so long in society that nowadays we're like we might be like well like have this thought you know mm-hmm. like revelation of like well why why is there a double standard here yeah um i feel like back then there wasn't and it's like oh women are never gonna like harm a man you know mm-hmm. men are seen just, as yeah, it's completely true. untrue and men are seen as the more violent and like the the ones who are usually being convicted of like sexual assault or whatever so it's scarier but it's it's very untrue women oftentimes are doing sexual assault and Mm -hmm. to younger men too and i feel bad for younger men who who might be scared or embarrassed to speak up because like people their age other male counterparts or female or whoever might be Mm -hmm. like really you let that happen like it's it's so sad but i do believe that there's there's probably a lot of younger men who face that and are uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. don't have the space or the support to speak up about it yeah we have a real issue with in any for any form of sexual, like, I don't know, crimes that we, because in general, I, th- I think we separate bad things that happen to people by gender so much mm-hmm. that we inevitably devalue one gender's experience with that situation, which yeah. is a real shame because if anyone's suffering that's wrong, it should not matter their gender. It's, it's a, it's a human problem that we need to fix not a male problem or a female problem that mm-hmm. we need to fix mm-hmm. this got really deep <laughs> wow <laughs> but it's true i i mean not that it's not important to recognize that yes from what is reported sexual assault against females is more prevalent than males but that does not i think we tend to devalue the fact that it happens to females just because it happens less from what we know and i think that is really unbelievably unfair to everyone mm-hmm. because if if we if we approach it from all fronts affecting all people i think we get more out of it <laughs> sorry i just not what i thought i'd be talking about today but i'm glad it came well, up well it's true it's really important i mean i think it's because sex in and of itself we already perceive as something that's very private mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about when there's issues that are occurring with it and i think we also really like polarize it by gender of like all men want sex Mm -hmm. if they if an older woman targets them they're lucky and they're gonna want to have sex and brag about it but it's like no yeah no it's a sad thing it is anyways (laughs) oh okay something that i could live without (laughs) is that what you're talking no strip clubs are not something i couldn't i never went to a strip club (laughs) something that i Uh sure i can't live without the gym i really (laughs) I haven't been, and I'm not going to go until I don't know why this it's... is surprising me. I, this is exactly the answer she I should have expected. I don't know. I Lizzie just... Lizzie basically lived at the gym before gyms were shut down. I really love the gym, and I you kind of develop a little connection with everyone at the gym. You have your people who are there when you're there, and it's kind of this unspoken agreement and respect mm-hmm. of, like, hey, yeah. what's up? And you become friends with the people who work there, and it's just... And then the locker room, it's just a nice little community. And for me, that was, like, how I really blew off a lot of steam. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be at the gym for two hours and be fine. I love the gym. Yeah. Even if my gym is gross and smelly and crappy, I love it. 
but I haven't been, and they're open, and I'm still not going to go because that's a gold mine for spreading anything and mm-hmm. everything. So I'm going to stay away. I've been trying to work out outside more. Yeah. Which... We got to start doing yoga. Yeah, in the mornings. Well, yeah. we both get up in the morning. <laughs> not I at noon. And you didn't either. <laughs> yeah, but... um. I even miss, you know, running at the rec center at school. I'm not going to say where. Um, but there's a nice track inside. So I've been trying to be outside more, and it's a struggle because I don't like the heat. Mm-hmm. But it's good for me, so yeah. whatever. Anyways, something that I can live without, which I really thought it was going to be a lot harder than it is, is going out to eat. Yeah. I really don't care for, like, dine-in restaurants anymore. I think... I don't know. That sounded really she weird. She had a bubble. She had a frog yeah. in her throat. Sorry about that. I think for me, eating out has always been such a special occasion. Like, e- dining in specifically. Not even just take out, but, like, dining in, sitting down, and, like, having your order taken has been such a special thing to me that not being able to do it for four months hasn't been that crazy because I never really did it that often to mm-hmm. begin with. Yeah. See, for me, it's, like, what the most special thing about it is who you're with. Yeah. And so being able to still eat with people who mean a lot to me, it doesn't matter the location, mm-hmm. which now it's been home, you know. Yeah. Or, like, outside. Not at restaurants, but just, like, literally outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still... it's And you kind of find that it might be more fun to cook something together or... Because then you get to double up on, like, the experience time. Yeah. Like, not only are you eating together, now you're also cooking together. You yeah, know? you're learning something and you're bonding in but that I mean, way. It's also really nice to go out to eat and not have to cook, cook clean up. not have to clean up. Yeah. I mean, you're paying for that, right? But, yeah. like, it's nice. Yeah. Too. I mean, I kind of miss getting dressed up and going to, like, I definitely restaurants. miss, like, quote-unquote, like, going out. Like, even if that was just, like, spending the day doing, like, errands. I kind of miss just, like, kind of being out all day and, like, not being yeah. home and just getting that break from, like, sitting and being in the apartment. But. Yeah. I cannot be in the apartment all day. I will go stir-crazy. Sims vocab. But I definitely miss coffee shops more than I miss restaurants. Me too. Because coffee shop was like my thing. That was that's like a different thing. You go mm. there to not be here. When you go out to eat, it's usually just more the convenience. Like a meal. I'm gonna eat a meal. Like I can make a cup of tea here or a cup of coffee here, no problem. That was never really the reason I I'm went not, to the coffee shop. Yeah, I'm not going for the coffee. Yeah. It's it's the atmosphere. The people watching. It's love yeah, people and watching. it's like. Sometimes you just need to be away from your apartment. Or I kind of conditioned myself through all of my college years, like, hey, you can't do any homework at your apartment or in your dorm because you always go somewhere else to do it, which mm-hmm. I love being on campus and being able to go and sit on a bench or sit inside a building somewhere because I love the company of strangers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm introverted in that I don't like to have to talk to people, and that's the nice thing about being around strangers is, like, I don't have to talk to you, but I'm not alone. Yeah, it's nice to sit in a crowd of people and just get to all experience a similar, like, setting without having to interact with them. Yeah, and then you kind of, you might see them later on, like, maybe a week later and be like, oh, I remember them. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's like you know them without knowing them. I don't know. So I definitely miss that. Yeah. My other question was... The one that's going to apparently offend me. Yeah. Are you ready? I guess. All right. Is cereal a type of soup? <sighs> now I see why you thought this would offend me. Is it? Well, see, this goes back. We had an earlier conversation unrecorded about... It was, it was a debate. It really was. It debate. got weirdly heated. I mean, it. I don't know. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
It was, was, is a hot dog a sandwich? And my, the question I posed in return was, does it matter? And, and yes, Lindsay got really does upset. Matter, but, okay, I started out really fiercely defending that, yes, they're different. A hot dog is not a sandwich. It's a hot dog, you know? And then, through a lot of deduction and reasoning, I think I came to this understanding of... Was I a part of this? Yeah. Was my Were my opinions... Helpful you, and you know up. they were. Oh, oh, that's I'm offended. I'm offended. Oh my god, my name is Hope. I, my name is Hope. Oh, I'm yeah? sitting on the floor. My name's Lindsay. I'm laying on Hope's bed because she's a nice bed and it's really cozy. I'm gonna mess it up. You already have. I can see your footprint in my pillow. Really? Disgusting. That's not for me. That's from Theo's butt. Interesting. It's not <laughs> any better. He's chilling in there. Um. Okay. But well, it's like, I have the same response. I don't care. I care. Okay, and we can talk about it, but I'm just telling you right now, whatever opinion I express, I'm not going to feel okay. deeply. Okay, Because I don't listen. really care if cereal is a listen. soup. But listen. And I've already explained to you why I think it's irrelevant. <sighs> Hope it's such so a mean. commie over there. Yeah, I, I, bleed, I bleed red. <laughs> I believe. Oh. <laughs> I believe. Ow. Um, but my... listen, but listen. Okay, 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 okay. So I was saying that a sandwich is a sandwich because of the outside, the bread. Mm-hmm. If I take tuna and I remove the bread, if I have a tuna sandwich and I take away the bread, it's just tuna, right? It's not a sandwich. But is it, so is it just bread? Is it just bread that makes the difference? That's why I was like, well, thank God. Is a hot dog really a sandwich then? It must be because Actually, if what... bread is a defining factor... <laughs> A hot dog is beat surrounded by bread, which is a hand sandwich without the cheese. You know what I mean? But what really got me was, because I was like, well, the bread's different. And then I was like, oh my God, no, it's not. Because I go to Subway really. and you get like a six inch or foot long or whatever makes you happy. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The bread is kind of like a hot dog bun, you know? Mm-hmm. My whole head exploded. Better question. I Well, not better, but like to kind of further investigate if you were to make a ham and cheese sandwich on a hot dog bun is that a sandwich yes so then a hot dog it's like a a sandwich a hot dog is a sub okay i'm out i'm going to bed (laughs) good night and then hope have the nerve to ask is a burger a sandwich it has to be it has to be right it makes complete sense i lost my mind when she said because i think I understand what you're saying with, like, the bread, because when you say, like, oh, we don't have any sandwich bread left, I guess I'll have to make it on a hot dog bun, right? Like, there's a differentiation there. But, like, at, at its base, at its base, is, does it really matter? Like, Why at can't... the end of the day, a sandwich is kind of like two pieces of bread surrounding some sort of filling that's usually, like, what, meat and cheese. I guess this is my issue. This is my beef with it. Pun intended. I figured. You have a bigger circle, and it's sandwich. Sandwich is the realm, uh-huh. you know? And then, within that realm, falls a hot dog. I think, because a hot dog is now, from what we've decided, is a type of sandwich. Why are all sandwiches called sandwiches, then? It should be like, here's this tuna melt, this that's is, a type of sandwich. I was going to say, that's what I was, I think, talking about earlier, it's like, well, the only reason we so firmly... The reason this is even a mildly spoken about debate is because a hot dog is seen as its own entity 
because we've given it such a specific name, mm-hmm. just like a hamburger is seen as such as its own thing because it has a specific name, but not because it's not something else. Mm-hmm. But they're both a type of sandwich. I think we need a better umbrella term. What's wrong with sandwich? Because there's too many things where you could just be like, oh, sandwich. But if you say, say you're handing someone so a hot dog. So you want something that includes both sandwiches and hot dogs and hamburgers. You want something above those three. I guess. Or just stop calling regular sandwiches sandwich and come up, like, be like, here's a BLT. Here's, you know. You're, but you're doing that right now because they already exist. I know, but why a do we BLT, still say, here's my sandwich? If I have a regular umbrella term. Yeah, but you can't say that with a hot dog. You can't hand somebody a hot dog and be like, here's your sandwich. They'd be like... You can. But they would lose their mind. They would be like, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want a sandwich. I want Take a hot back. dog. Take it back. Because, like, there have been... Do you been, see what I'm saying? There have been times in my broke college life where I eat a hot dog on a folded piece of bread. Is it oh, still I've a hot done dog? That. Yeah, it's a delicacy, actually. <laughs> it's it's a, delicious. It's a modern you ever delicacy. you a hot dog in a tortilla? I haven't. Yeah. Oh, it's not It's not the same because tortillas don't tend to have that fluffiness that bread does. Because we were also talking earlier and we decided tacos are not sandwiches. They're not. Because the taco shell is too discerning. Yes, it's different. That's not bread. It's it's a grain that is a casing for what you're eating, but it's not bread. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. This is above my pay grade. really brought me back. Okay. I have to pee again, so we're going to take another break. (laughs) Okay, Okay, we're back from our little break. A hiatus, if you will. Yes. A very, very short hiatus. Is there a time limit to hiatus? Haven't we had this discussion with Era? I think a hiatus is just a break. Didn't we talk about this with Era, though? Like, what's an Era? I think an era is something so distinct that it needs its own time period that doesn't necessarily fit into time periods we already use. Wow, hit me with the intellect. What is that? <laughs> intellect or wisdom? What's the difference between intellect? I think that's intellect? considered intellect. Wisdom, wisdom is like learning through experience, right? I believe so. Intellect so is just being able to I come up I can be an with... intellectual as a 21-year-old. Huh. And I do have some wisdom, but I... I cannot, I don't think you can gain wisdom the same way you can gain intellect, like in such a short amount of time. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, <laughs> sure. Let me just, I don't want to talk about it. Sure. What? Well, I guess just threw a shadow out there. I didn't, I thought he was still in here. Mm-mm. Okay. Hey. Oh, yeah, I see it too. So, what? Close my door? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it help? I think it does. You probably heard that. Oh, yeah. I can see the spike. I'll have to edit that. So, we wanted to read part of an email from Cody. We've shouted him out before. He's, like, one of our biggest fans. He's a good friend of mine, hey, too. Hey, Cody. Um, Lindsay even knows who he is at this point. Um, it was a really nice email. Very nice. Very long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He said some very... Insightful. Very insightful and interesting stuff about Grinch Ultimatum. If you watched it, thank you, and um, you're welcome. Because I know your life has changed right now for the better, and that's this really true. that's not even me. That's that's the Grinch. That's the Grinch coming in and being like, "Hello, welcome." Dude. But he really did. He talked a lot about like. I mean, I don't even. There's just so much. I don't know where to start, but. 
Um, first, I hope you enjoyed the skit. He talked about the skit, mm-hmm. um, and he said he would like to hear more of it, like more skits. I think we definitely plan on writing some more. It's just when school starts, it's gonna definitely slow us down. So I think I think what we're maybe gonna try and do is stock up a little bit, yeah. write a few of the scripts before school starts, and kind of. And if you've ever tried to sit down and write a skit or a script, it's so hard. It's like you sit down and you're like, well, I had ideas a yeah. few minutes ago. And then we realized recording it, how much we realized we wanted to just kind of ad lib and be like, mm-hmm. and we don't really want to say quite that because that felt it felt more genuine to say what was actually in our head if we were in that situation versus versus thinking what we'd be like in that situation and then writing like it because it feels so so much more scripted. You yeah, know, obviously, that's yeah. what we're doing, but. Yeah, we also did a lot of improvising during it, which just came naturally, and it was a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. so we might play around with some improvisations. We should start an improv troupe. Yes. Join us over Zoom. Hey, that's the future. Hey, um, I forgot to ask this earlier. This is unrelated to anything we've mentioned so far. Normal. But my cat keeps pooping in the bathtub. I just have any, um... A question, or if you have any recommendations on why, or if I can prevent it, other than shutting the bathroom door. Yeah. Which we could do. I just think I never think about it. Yeah. Or if you get up to pee in the middle he, of the night. He you kind of stopped it. for a while, from my understanding, though. He used to poop on our dining room chairs, and then I got cushions. And he stopped. And he stopped. So we have to get a cushion for our bathroom. <laughs> okay. Bath mat. You know what? I want one of those bath trays. Yes. But I don't know if that works on a bath that's up into the wall. Probably not. Because I'd be too nervous it would... It would slide off. Yeah. With your book and your phone and your drink and your food. You're <laughs> living in the bathtub. I wish I could live You in kind of... You take a lot of baths. I love which, baths. If, if we had a better bathtub yeah. and a, that, like, actually kept water hot, I think I would also take my bath. You, <laughs> yeah. you just power through and you do it anyway. I just Well, refuse. I found that if you wait a little while, you fill it up, like, three-fourths, and then... Um, the water starts to get a little cold. Mm-hmm. You wait about five minutes, turn the hot water on again, and it's fine. It's back okay. to normal. And it kind of replenishes the water temp, you know? Yeah. Flushes it around. Because, like, I don't even like really hot baths, but yeah. I almost feel like in that bath, you have to make it really hot to accommodate for the fact that it's not going to fill all the way up yeah. really hot. Yes. Yeah. True. Um, another thing is that I guess our maintenance people before we moved in painted, like, this coating over it, mm-hmm. and now it's coming off, Yeah. and when I take a bath, I get little chips of, of like, white, white paint, paint or something. I don't think that's good. It's gross. It is gross. But I still take baths. Yeah. Because hey, I'm loyal. You gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, so, Cody wanted to know, he said, I want to contribute to the next episode, so I'm gonna ask, is there any piece of media, book, movie, game, song, etc., that you feel has impacted you in a meaningful way whether it the meet the message has stuck with you ever since you encountered it or by experiencing it brought or that experiencing it brought you a lot of happiness and that's what's been so important um for me and if you've met me you probably know this by looking at my right arm <laughs> the secret order of the gum street girls a book i read in fourth grade ish recommended to me by an old neighbor also named Lindsay. Lindsay. Oh, she did? She, re- I was going to say her last name. I was like, maybe I shouldn't. She what? recommended it to I me. I didn't know that. I know. So, I I've have. Read, hey, I've read the book twice because of you and I love it. I've probably read it 
six times at least. My favorite book. It's one of those books that's obviously very appropriate, both just what's in the book, but also how it's written for, like, fourth graders. Third yeah. graders, maybe, depending on, like, just reading ability, blah, 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 blah. The, the <laughs> Unimportant. But her vernacular and um, the plot and just the way that she describes things and her adjectives are so kid-friendly. Yes. But they're so weird that kids love it. And they're so mean. Like, the meaning of that book on the surface is so, like, basic. Mm-hmm. Like, friendship, right? But, like, at it, like, below that, I feel like there's so much more. She also incorporates The Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah, it's, Which, like, like blew my mind. It's crazy. As, like, a child, I was like, whoa. There's, it's so weird and, like, fantastical that it it really draws you in. And Mm -hmm. it, in fourth grade, I think, (laughs) about to get deep right now. We need, like, a little thing that's, like, deep time. Like, as a fourth grade, I think it made me genuinely more okay with the fact that I wasn't what normal but like no one's normal you know what i mean but like accepting that you're different from other people and like that's not only fine but like that's good conforming you know yeah and then like the whole thing about friendship and like how being different from someone or even not liking someone in the beginning doesn't mean that's inevitably how your relationship will end Mm -hmm. i think that meant a lot and it's just it's literally such a weird book it's so good though it, it's just, it makes you appreciate all the weirdness of, like, everything going on in your life all the time. It made um, me cry. I legit, I legitimately have a tattoo from it, and I plan on having more from that book because it means so much to me. But it really, it really allowed me to, like, accept my weirdness, which everyone needs to do because everyone's weird. The most normal people you know are really weird. Yeah. They just either don't show that or you don't look for it. Yeah. But it really helped me to do that, and I think it really... Also makes you understand how important friendships are mm-hmm. and that not having friends is really not good. Like, it really hurts. And, like, friends can be so much, like, important to you and, like, they can do a lot for you. And, like, it's important to really embrace good friendships and to also understand that if you don't like someone, that also doesn't mean they're a bad person. I think that's something I learned from that book. It's okay to not like people. That's fine. But that doesn't mean you should treat them terribly because mm-hmm. you not liking someone does not necessarily mean that they're a bad person. I think that's no. really important to remember. Like, there's people that I don't like, but, like, I'm not mean to them because they're not bad people. I just, we just don't get along and that's fine. Yeah. Well, you have to remember that we all come with our own individual set of personality traits mm-hmm. and some are not compatible with others. Yeah. And some and of them you just, can't really change that. without, like, yeah. changing yourself and that's So you not don't fair. have to be friends with them, but... Don't be rude to them, Mm -hmm. or it's not really, I wouldn't even give, I wouldn't give you permission to dislike them, Mm -hmm. because that's just how they're wired. I think this society is so okay with disliking people that are just different from them. Yeah. And there are people that are bad, right? Yeah. And you can dislike them. Totally understandable. But, yeah, we are, we are God granted. now. We hold moral law. <laughs> I don't agree with that. God, are you up there listening? Wait God, before you strike me. that lightning bolt down. Do it. Just do it on her. Not over no, here. No, not me. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. But, um, what was I going to say? I think our society is a little too okay with just disliking people that are just different, that yeah. aren't inherently bad. Mm-hmm. I think that book really challenges that idea, which I think is really important. I think that book... 
is powerful for people, especially, like, young kids in school who, mm-hmm. what if they're getting bullied because they're kind of different, or they're not, like, beautiful or popular, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's, so, each of the main characters are, like, pretty different from each other, and one is, like, super outgoing, one's really shy, one, you know, they're, they're not, but none of them are, like, super popular. Yeah. But... I don't know, it just goes to show that, like, they all have their own special talents, and they all help contribute in some way. Yeah, they all, they all fit together to, they like, do. serve this greater purpose. Even though they're like all completely different. Humans, yeah, right? it's like, it's better for you to be unique. This world and would s- suck if we were all the same. Yeah, what oh if we God. all just really is it, wanted to study one thing? It's also so difficult because we're not all the same, but, like, that's the yeah. beauty of it. Yeah, you're supposed to celebrate people's differences. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing to be diverse. I mean, it wouldn't be fun, like Hope just said, if everyone was the be same. It'd be so boring. I can't so have, boring. I do not want to, like, because some people are like, if you had a twin and they were just like you, like, wouldn't that be fun? No, it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> right? Like, Lindsay and I, on the surface, might seem similar, but we are vastly different. We are. And that's be what more makes different. our relationship fun and <laughs> interesting. more different. It is, I mean... Just look through our Spotify. Something that makes me laugh, we have a shoe rack, and I just look sometimes at our shoes on it, and I I wish I could take a picture and show y'all. Hopes are, like, all Keds. All Keds, and yours are based, almost all Nikes. Mainly Jordans. And it's like, (laughs) who are we? But I get along with Hope better than anyone else I know. And I think it's because we, you know, it just goes to show that even if you're different than someone, you can get along just fine. Because sometimes it's, it's like a, it's, it's a complimenting thing. to each other. It is. And it's like, well, they might help you to see the light on something that you missed. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if they're your real friend, they'll challenge you on something or be like, okay, but what about this? You know? Yeah. They're not just going to agree with you blindly on everything, mm-hmm. which is also really important because... you. I think that's some of my... My, one of my biggest issues with social media is it can be an echo chamber of the same mm-hmm. idea. So, because you get to choose who you follow, right? Yeah. Excuse me. And as a result, you girl. kind of get to choose what you see on social media. Mm-hmm. So, don't get me wrong. Like, it's important to share your political beliefs on social media if that's something you're really comfortable with. That's great. But I think it can be dangerous when the only response you're going to hear is people that support you and agree with you. Yeah. Because it, it it's not time. that your opinion's wrong, but it doesn't allow you to see what might be wrong within that opinion. Cause yeah, there's really no there's always gonna, room for growth. Yeah, there. like you, you need to hear someone disagree with you either A, because maybe what you believe isn't actually right, right? And you do need to reflect on that. Or B, what you believe is right, but maybe there's some faulty reasoning in mm-hmm. that and you need to like reflect upon that and like improve it. Mm-hmm. You so can always improve. You don't want to get too stuck in your own head because that's how you get people going like to extremes. Yeah. Because if everyone agrees with you, what stops you from going a little more that way? Mm-hmm. So. That's some Hitler action. <laughs> yeah. He was like, okay. nobody can stop me. And then it just it gets really awful. really bad. It's so. Awful. So, media that has affected you meaningfully. <laughs> I'm trying to think of books, and I mean, I, I'm i going to be a librarian. I love books. Mm-hmm. But to pinpoint, like, one or two books that really impacted me is so difficult. I mean, because, like, what I come up with, it seems so silly, because it's like, oh, those are, like, really? Like, I want to say, like, a series of unfortunate events. People be like, Really? But it's, like, 
I read those when I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I really do think that the books that people are reading and the shows they're watching, the characters in them have such a profound impact on the reader or the watcher. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the kids in that book were so resilient and so brave and, like, they were orphaned all of a sudden and they had to, they had each other's backs. And I just mm-hmm. remembered reading that and being like, I want to be like that. I want to be so strong and so yeah. brave that I can do anything or even Harry Potter. It's like, it seems so silly and so childish, but it's like, I, like, think back on it and yeah. I'm like, no, they were so brave and they, like, at the core of it would sacrifice anything for their friends. And that is, like, yeah. that's love. And I just... That's why I really think that, you know, books are so important for, like, yeah. youth. Because... I think, like, as a society, we tend to undermine the impact that books have, especially on youth. Yeah. And as a result, we don't care about what our youth is reading, which is yeah. so sad because there are really good books in there. I know you know this because you've gone through the same <laughs> education program I'm going through. Oh, yeah. There are really just not great books out there. And it's not that your students shouldn't be reading them. It's that that shouldn't be all they get. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, Cody suggested this question because I feel like he knew there's, like, media, especially books, really have a, like you said, a profound impact on our development as people. And, like, I think we're doing such an injustice to children by not caring about what media they consume. Yeah. And, I mean... I know high school turned off reading to me in a huge way. Mm-hmm. The books that I was assigned, I was like, I don't want to read anything. We this need to sucks. give agency to students in reading. Yeah, they should be able to. Pick I get it. Like a I understand. Yeah, like why we have to read some of the books we read, but like for the most part, it should be encouraged reading in general. Not you have to read this specific yeah, book. Yeah, let it be interesting to them. Right, because that's what you get the most out of something that is meaningful to you, or at least. If you are so against letting students pick, at least take a poll in your class and be like, what topics or what are some titles or authors that you like? Right. And go off of that. Don't just walk in blindly and be like, here, you're going to read this Jane Austen book. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't like Jane Austen books. She's hard to get into. (laughs) It's it's written in such a way that we're not used to that... If I you mean, really get into it, for me personally, I actually, like, laugh at it now because I'm like, she's funny. I get it. I get it's literature, but imagine being a 14 or 15-year-old and you're just like... Mm, sucks. I... What if you... Imagine this. A kid comes to school and they love being at school mm-hmm. because what if their home life is rough, okay? Yeah. And, you know, maybe they're like, all right, I'll read this book, whatever. But imagine them getting to read a book that is super engaging to them and even the way that the teacher decides to discuss it and break it down with them, it can make, like, their experience so much better. I mean, I remember in high school, specifically, all of my English classes were my favorite. Because for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I felt like I could be the most genuine version of myself. I spoke out the most in my English classes because I felt, I just felt so moved by the literature that I was reading. And in yeah. some cases got to choose to read too which was really nice like i think it's just really important to encourage people to read because reading reading grows more than your vocabulary i don't like when we only see reading as a way to improve someone's vocabulary or like intellect in terms of like they can read and they can speak eloquently like 
existence and intelligence goes beyond how you speak and what you say. It's yeah. It's how you grow as a person personally. I think that's yeah. really important. We don't necessarily encourage that in the public school system for right. students to grow through literate literature. And mm-hmm. I think that's such a shame because it's really the beauty of reading is it not only can remove you from this world for a little bit and yeah. let you explore a new one, but you can bring that back from that world you just explored and you can express that in the world that you're in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say was that reading's always been a huge escape for me. Mm-hmm. I've been getting lost in a book for an hour. It's like when you close a book, you all of a sudden realize where you are and you're like, whoa, like, oh, yeah. I'm not in London right now in right? like 1945. It's crazy. Another thing is that, oh yeah, so kind of what you were saying about vocabulary and books and zipper, <laughs> all that, um, a book that we had to read in my undergrad for my reading class was The Hate You Give. Mm-hmm. And it was like, um, it's such a good book. You should read it if you haven't. Very good. Um, but the way that the author wrote it, I'm blanking on her name. Do you remember her name? Let me look it up. No. But yeah, but look it up so we can tell them. The way that she wrote it with just the common lingo, you know, her vernacular was like, it didn't devalue the book at all. It wasn't like, oh, she cussed a few times, used this slang. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that book isn't really, it's it not really, good for kids. It really bothers me when people devalue something because people curse. As if that's not something most people do. Yeah, it's... It's a word, you know? As intellect goes further than your vocabulary. Way beyond. And I think that having a book that some kids, every kid's gonna benefit from it, whether it's a window for mm-hmm. some kids or a mirror. Or a sliding and glass door. <laughs> do we need to discuss windows and mirrors for those who don't know? A mirror is whenever a kid sees themselves in a book, mm-hmm. which, I mean, through various reading classes we've learned, Hope and I have learned that... Um, the overriding majority of subjects in children's books are white kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for kids who aren't white to relate to a book. Or, yeah. you know, it's empowering to see someone who looks like you in a book. It's a special thing. Yeah. And so to not see that ever, mm-hmm. if your classroom, if the, the teacher's book inventory isn't really diverse, a lot of the kids are just going to be like, oh, you know, I'll just maybe I'll pick this book. Yeah, I don't you, really care. You don't get to see yourself. Yeah. And then And then there's the windows, right, where you have the opportunity to see into another experience or life that you didn't experience, mm-hmm. but now you have... Empathy. Empathy. For that and you person. have, in some ways, a deeper understanding of that experience, which is really exactly. important because... Right? And if you have a diverse classroom and in turn a diverse library, you are already providing both mm-hmm. because... You're going to have a book that maybe relates to one student more and in turn is now a window for another student that doesn't relate. And that's exactly right. So like having a diverse library has already covered those two things. And then you have your sliding glass door, which is a little harder to like I do. I did not learn about a sliding glass door. You didn't? No. A sliding Teach glass me. door, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't. Other, other um, uh, educators out there listening. My understanding was... So a window's like, oh, I can see how this other person has experienced this. A sliding glass door opens opportunity for that student to engage with that story. Okay. And kind of learn from it a little bit more. Does that make sense? So maybe going beyond just so the... going beyond, I see that this happened in your life and this is your experience. Taking but that further going beyond step. and saying, engage in this experience. Talking to them about it or... Yeah. 
So... Because, I mean, I, I wouldn't say understanding because you can't truly understand. But... But talking to them and... Like, engaging in it. And gaining some of their their feelings or... Not mm-hmm. gaining, but just empathizing with them and seeing... Yeah. And ideally, a classroom is not full of any one of these only. You want all three. Yeah. Because it's important for kids to be empowered by seeing themselves in a book. That's oh, important. for sure. And that... If you're in a diverse classroom, that's a lot of different books. And in turn, I think A Sliding Glass Door is a book that really opens up conversation about something. Yes. So The Hate You Give is a huge one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of, you know, entails all three. Yeah. I guess it depends who you are. But yeah. um, it is written by Angie Thomas. And so we talked about it in my class and... You know, aside from having these books in your classroom and allowing your students to read them, the way that you engage with your students about the books and break them down is also crucial. Mm-hmm. Because you can just have a book and have kids read it and then not really do anything else. But breaking it down and just, you know, allowing your students to share out their feelings or their confusion yeah. or their thoughts is so important. Because books are they're such, they're like these little secret weapons Mm-hmm. Of how are we going to open this conversation up? Yeah. Like, I love it. It's, I think the the typical understanding of literature and books in school is it's something to read and, like, gain intellect from. And we don't use them as often for points of conversation, which is really important. Yeah. In my high school dual credit English classes, it did become a little bit more a point of, like, conversation. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, what you get the most from. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's great to learn new words. And, like, all of that's, like, obviously still important. But, like, to be able to hold an intellectual conversation about something and garner a greater understanding of something is, I think, what is most important about a book. And we don't really emphasize that in, like, the public education system. Books are seen as, like, this thing you have to read to be smarter. Mm -hmm. But we don't understand the growth that can come from reading a book and discussing it. And that... That is a lot of times what turns people off to reading is like, oh, I don't want to read just because I have to learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of lose the the benefit of reading it for enjoyment. You know, when mm-hmm. school is just like, read this, you're going to have a test over it, mm-hmm. and that's it. When you actually have a conversation about a book and really you get to express your personal feelings and thoughts about it, that's what you're going to remember. And that's what you're going to take with you. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I still think about, like, these conversations and things in my everyday life, you know? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times books are, they, like, accurately depict things going on, Mm -hmm. depending on the author, I guess you could say. Yeah. But it just, it kind of helps, you know. Really, for me, you know, it's a lot of windows of how can I, you know, empathize with people or see, like, I mean... You know, with the current social climate going on, I've been reading a lot of books that are, they're more educational, but, like, hood feminism is good because it's, like, it's notes from, like, women from, like, the past, you know, civil rights movement who are feminists and, Mm -hmm. but also, like, they're not white feminists, you know? So I might see things from white feminists and be like, oh, yeah, I understand that. But seeing it from, like, a black woman, I'm going to be like... I've never thought about that. I've never had to deal with that. Yeah. So, I mean, how would I have known this without reading this or watching this or whatever? Yeah. So, yes, books and media are super powerful. Books are 
a tool for empathy building. Big time. Big time. So, I mean, learning, intellect, you know, we all knew that, but yes, in case you didn't know, empathy building. So, I recommend reading The Secret Order of the Gumstreet Girls. Yes. Um, even um, if you're over the age of nine. <laughs> it's so, and there's nothing wrong with reading children's books. That's why no, I want to be a youth beautiful. librarian because I freaking love children's books. They're amazing. They make Good me Good children's books carry their weight no matter how old you are reading it. Yes. That even makes sense. I don't know. It does. Okay. But, um, I'm trying to think if I had to recommend one. This is so hard for me. I don't know. I really, I've read this a few, like, maybe in 10th grade, Mm -hmm. but the book Unbroken, dude, Mm -hmm. so good. It's about this, he is a track runner. I think it takes place during World War II. Louis Zamperini, I think Mm -hmm. his name is. Yeah. Super Italian. And he gets drafted and it's like all this crazy stuff. And it's, it's cool. I've never really been into like war movies or books, you know, Mm -hmm. but I was so into this book and like, so you do learn a lot, like, historically and, like, you know, factual stuff. But his, because it's his personal experience yeah. of what happened to him. And let me tell you, it's crazy stuff that happened to him. Mm-hmm. Like. Very good book. I read it because I believe you recommended it. To yeah, me. I think my dad recommended it to me. And I was like, a war book. And then I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really like the beginning because it's, like, his youth. And he's, like, he's, like, a, what would you call it? He's just always getting into trouble mm-hmm. and stealing stuff. He's and, like a rebel, I guess. Yeah. You know? and he, but he's a kid, and he's like, I need to eat. And so, I don't know. It's really good. And just, like, the resilience he has and that he doesn't give up. Even if even if he's a prisoner of war, wherever he is, or lost at sea, mm-hmm. it's insane. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. Life of Pi. One of my all-time favorite books. I highly recommend it. I've never it. read the book, but I oh. really like the movie. I think I have it, but it might be at my parents' house. Yeah. It's so... That you... book is so good. Yeah. The movie is... It, at the I end, can't speak for the book, but... Well, it's like at the end, you know? It's like you didn't expect it. You're like, whoa. There's yeah. a big twist at the end or a big realization that you have that they reveal. And it makes you... It's one of those books or movies where you're like, I have to rewatch it now. Now mm-hmm. that I know this information. You, speaking of these books, for whatever reason, is making me think of Atonement. Oh, If so you good. want to have your heart ripped in half and then stomped on, mm-hmm. read Atonement by e- Ian something. Ooh, I don't know. I'll look it up. We have it on the show. We'll, though. like, put it in the description, like, book recommendations, mm-hmm. so you can, like, look them up. Yeah, I um, read that because of you. Also, if possible, don't order from Amazon. Order from a small book company so you can support them. Yeah. Just, uh, just a shout out to small book companies. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, I get it, Amazon's usually cheaper and faster, but we're losing a lot of local companies and small businesses, and I think that's important. But, let's see. Also, The Glass Castle, Hope recommended that one to me. Another one that that rips your heart out. That, what is, oh, sorry. Atonement is by Ian McEwen. McEwen, I think that's how you say it. Can you look up, is Unbroken? It's not written by Louis, right? It's just, they take his stories and they... It's like a biography, sort of. It looks like it's by Laura Hildenbrand. Okay. Yeah, so she must have, like, I don't know, talked to him. But yeah, um, Atonement will break your heart, but I think is really good. It also, I didn't realize how relevant it is to, like, sexual assault in yeah. terms of, like, our society right now, which I never yeah. really considered. 
I'm feeling that's a um, big part of it, and it's like, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah. But that's a really good one. I think these are – all the books we've talked about really force you to consider your perspective on situations and mm-hmm. why you have that perspective and how to potentially approach a situation from a different perspective, which yeah. is really important. It might make you uncomfortable, but that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But Discomfort also, can be a really good thing because it's where it makes growth you grow. comes from. Exactly. But – you can also read your little, your favorite books from your past, like Harry Potter mm-hmm. or whatever, because why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's that, kind of is it. Is that it? Yeah. I never thought we would get I through know. this. Wow. How long has it been? About an hour and a half. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but we also have a little bit at the beginning we can cut out and we can cut out some of the short, the time between breaks. Like yeah. when I'm like, let's take a break and then we don't take a break. Yeah. But um, check out our Redbubble mm-hmm. um, Uncommon Thoughts podcast or you can search HC Hawkins 77 for like all the designs I have. Mm-hmm. I'll probably have more out by the time you actually check this out. So I don't know why I'm saying that because you can't check it out now. Well, also support <laughs> Ugly Side Up. Yes, ugly sign up. And write us in. Let us know if a hot dog is a sandwich. Please write us in at our email, uncommonthoughtspodcast. Dot, dot, uncommonthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Um, we literally, when I get an email, I lose it. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. I get to read something from someone who's listening to us, which is it's like, blowing oh, my mind. We actually do have listeners. I know. Like, it's not just me and you constantly listening on Spotify to feel like there's someone listening. It's, but seriously, like, we appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to tell us your names if you don't want to. You can mm-hmm. tell us if you don't want us to talk about you in the podcast. That's fine, too. Yeah. We just really appreciate having some sort of engagement with the audience. Um, it means a lot. We really appreciate that there are people listening. It means the world to us. It really like this is something I get excited about anytime I think about it. That and we like, really, we really love to hear from y'all. We really do. It means so much. The so. more, the merrier. Bring in yeah. the funds and knowledge. Bring it to our table. Anything you want to write in, we don't care. We will read it we and care. we will take it to heart and we will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe the one of the next two or three episodes will probably have another kind of special surprise we'll see but um yeah and hopefully we'll do an episode about conspiracy theories soon yes it sounds like a lot of fun i think that would be very fun we will do some research for that one. Oh yeah our yeah. first research pod Ooh. Ooh. so uh thank you for listening thank you if you so have much. stuck through to episode four you are a real trooper you are <laughs> You're one of our real OG fans. Yes. Thank you for being here while we grow in oh, many aspects, including um, audio editing, which we're still working on. So, yeah, uh, we're getting there. But I guess we'll we'll be here next week. So, yep. All and right. any new listeners, welcome. Yes, welcome. We appreciate you. Also, if you prefer to listen on a different platform that we are not currently available on, please write us, write in. us in and let us know and we will try to get us on there so yes ma'am all right all right have a good week yes have a good wherever you are right now stay positive stay strong you stay remember beautiful you are enough you are you Go are outside, worthy you are you serve a purpose air. you serve a purpose and buy a plant and we need you <laughs> and propagate your plants yes okay. okay all right all right good night good night <laughs>
<laughs> if it's nighttime for you. It is for us. It's probably not, but all right. Bye. <laughs>